everyone and welcome back to Barb's in the World, the curious case of adulthood. It's been a quite a while since I've spoken to you last time. I've been struggling quite a bit, to be honest, to get back on track. I honestly tried recording this episode. I've been recording it several times and it just never seemed good enough, you know, or make sense, make enough sense for me. You know, do you know what I mean? <laughs> like, perfectionist mindset. I mean, nothing seems to be good enough. And then I've been struggling with content, you know, if what I talk about is valid enough and if it's listenable, really. And I guess that is quite a part of being adult, you know. So far in previous episodes, I started the whole podcast. I started by discussing what really adulthood is and I guess it is just so many different things in so many different moments, you know, and it can be a different thing for the same person depending on the time in your life. For me right now, I guess my journey into adulthood was, or my journey into adulthood became more and more focused on really trying nail down what is it that I actually want? And pandemic brought us a lot of tragedies and my family was no different in that way, sadly. But it did give us time, time to think and time to self-reflect. And I used that time for exactly this purpose a lot. I don't know if I'm any closer to discovering who I really am. I know I like to talk. Well, then, hence, here we are. But besides that, I mean, when we're kids, we seem that, you know, when you're an adult, you know exactly what you want. I guess it's like one of the biggest disappointments for me that I was a kid and I imagined until when you'll be grown, then you just know everything. So you don't have to even think about it when you're a kid because when I'll be adult, I will know exactly what I want to do and I'll be amazing at it and I'll be super successful at it right away, you know, just like... Just like in the movies and the fairy tales that we all surrounded, just like one event happened, one event happens in your life, and then everything is all of a sudden clear, and your path is straight, and you find amazing person that you fell in love with, and all of a sudden your life is a fairy tale. Well, that's a bullshit, and we all, I guess, find out about it the hard way. But I started my self-reflection with deciding to find who I am, you know, nail down this part of adulthood by looking at my values. What are actually my values? I mean, how can I even start really figuring out who I am or who I want to be, right? What do I want to do in life? If I can't tell you from the head right away what are my three most important values in life, can you? I challenge you. Sit down, think about it for a while. What are your three most important values in your life? Look back at your life. Look back at the all biggest major decisions in your life that you did. But also some of the small ones, the everyday ones. What leads you? This inside gut voice. So that was the first part of my self-reflection and wondering on who I want to be and who I am. And here's where I came. I realized 
that every single time in a different moments when I think of it, the first thing that comes to my mind when I think my values is family. It makes sense for me. I mean, yes, on one hand it might seem weird because, well, hey, you live in a whole different country than your family and a lot of my family also lives in, in different countries and different places. But my value in family can be reflected with the incredibly close relation I have with my family and the craving that I want to stay in touch possibly with every single member closer or farther and as soon as I am not talking to one person for a longer time within my family I feel bad about it I feel guilty so if, for example instead of taking some crazy nice vacation to cool destinations every single year the one thing I have to do every summer, and that's unnegotiable, is visit my family. And if I am lucky enough to have more time, there's actually a very little chance that I will travel somewhere abroad and a very high chance that I will simply make a road trip around Poland to see all my possible family members that I can manage to see within that period of time. And friends as well, but family. So yeah, I guess family is one of my most important aspects and my family always comes first for me in my life. And if you can't get along with my family, if you can't, if you're not, like for example, let's say I meet a guy and we start dating. If my brother can't get along with that dude. I'm sorry, but you're done. You're done. I mean, my brother is like... My brother for me and the guys is, I think, more important for me than my father. Because, you know, like, I guess disregard your family or your parents a bit when it comes to oh, do they like my partner or they not. But my brother in that case is... I guess a bit like my guide and compass, you know? So, <laughs> to all of the guys that are listening to this and might be interested in dating me, it's really weird to say that, but okay, let's assume that. Um, that someone that might want to date me will listen to this. Um, probably not, but well. If you want to date me, also if you're a girl, if I decide to change sides, if you want to date me, you have to get along with my brother. And then my friends, like they sing, Spice Girls say, sing and want to be. Um, so yeah, family and friends, that's a very big value for me. And uh, loyalty. Loyalty is another very big one. I don't get attached easily to people. But when I do, I really do. And for example, this year... I lost a very dear friend of mine, not in a death way, uh, we just grew apart, or she decided she doesn't want to speak to me and our other friend anymore. And I took it really hard. I mean, you know, someone that you considered one of your best friends, deciding that you are not good enough, um, it, it hurts, it made me angry. Um, then I uh, 
group as the anger. And at that moment, I can only hope all the best for her. And honestly, even though she still doesn't see me as a friend, you still can see pictures of her on my wall with pictures with my friends. And if at any point she would want to reconnect, I know I'll be completely open for that. Because it takes something very big if we become really good friends for me to completely want to cross you off my life for good. Um, I don't get that easily, but if I do, then boy, I do. And the third value that I noticed in my life is strength in sense of internal strength and seeking of the external strength as much as you can and independence not physical strength in a way that i want to be strong but in a way that you want to emanate this this confidence energy out of you like unfuckwivable in that context it means um in the context I read it, it means more internal peace as well, and that you emanate love. But I, this being strong and independent, and not needing to rely on other people in my life, that's also a really big thing. And that's something I definitely took out from my home and from my father. And that's something that, well, I guess, sadly, a lot of girls is really um it's important we i guess we get that because well this is a man's world but it'll be nothing without a woman right so um we have to adapt but uh, it's important for me to be strong and to be resilient and to know your worth also in that sense of strength don't settle for bullshit you know just you can entertain some stuff for a while if you think it's temporary or you think it's a period or someone is going through something tough but be able to cut through the bullshit you know and just don't don't settle for less than you're worth and that's really important in my life like i prefer to be alone than be with someone that i don't think is worth being with me or they don't think i'm worthy enough of whatever you know those are the three values that i realized that i have in my life and funny enough when when i came to that there are some small changes and shifts in my life that that started happening i i somehow began to feel better in solitude you know there are two like being alone and lonely it's such a negative sense of of being alone and it has such a negative energy behind it. But if we call it solitude, it can be like a retreat where you get to take a pause. And I use pandemic and restrictions with meeting people as an opportunity to learn to thrive in solitude. And the moment when I realized my values, that actually became way easier and i mean every single day i guess it's a fight to 
not seek people's validation. But you know, it, as they say, it's every day a fight. And sometimes when you see a group of people hanging out or you feel excluded from something, it can feel like shit. But you have to be able to cut through that and and just accept that, hey, I'm fine with hanging out alone at home and watching a movie. I enjoy that, you know. That's another thing that also so, for so many people, it's also something we put ourselves in a hat. The thought of being alone and that, oh, you're sitting alone watching a movie. I mean, I guess it's slightly different for introverts because I guess you're more used to it in a way that you know that it's not nothing negative. But for me, someone that lived more a life of an extrovert all my life, all of a sudden shifting into the other spectrum. It, it is crazy. I mean, people get into depressions and shit. It was not that bad in my case, uh, luckily, but also because I surrounded myself with, not with people, but you can surround yourself, you can surround yourself nowadays indirectly with people, listening to different podcasts, um, to audiobooks, watching different movies and videos, not some, you know, rom-com shit or action movies, but something really building you up and inspiring as well. And that also, you know, thriving in solitude also made me realize that even sometimes that you feel you're lonely when you get this really bad day coming up to you and you feel like, I sometimes have those moments where I'm like, um, you feel like that you are sometimes way more devoted to your friends and in the moments when you would need that, they don't give that to you and then you feel bad and then you feel like your friends are not your real friends but the thing is those are words and those are also definitions and being a friend being a best friend and good friend can mean different things to different people and also you know a role that you have for someone in your life they might not have the same role for you in their lives but that doesn't mean that they're not there for you so to all of you and to myself, remember, even when you feel alone, you're not. And the easiest way to receive what you want, especially from your close friends, is just to ask. If they're your real friends, they will understand it and they'll be there for you. You know, people have different reactions in different situations and sometimes which comes to you and you think that it would be obvious that in this situation someone could have done this and that and they didn't, maybe it was not obvious to them. Maybe if they would be in that situation, they would need something completely else and that's what they try to give you. We usually tend to give to other people what we would like to receive. So I encourage you all to take a pause, look at your values, look back in your life and the biggest decisions and start conversation with yourself and see where that takes you. That will be all for this episode. I hope it was enjoyable and next time I am gonna tell you just a bit about some cutbacks I decided to do 
maybe some changes and some fun experiences. I had like ice bath in ice, zero temperature for two minutes, getting tattoo and cutting my hair, which funny enough now after getting it all, I realize it's all interconnected. So thank you, thank you, thank you. It took me ages to get this episode uh, out. I hope it's listenable. I hope you liked it and uh, talk to you soon. Bye.